Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. What's going on, everybody? It's Matt, a.k.a. The Lumberjack Landlord, here with my good buddies, the other two amigos of the three amigos. Dion, my friend, how are you doing, sir? Howdy. I'm doing great. I'm excited for this topic because I'm probably going to learn as much as I try to share. (laughs) Perfection. And Zub, how's it going, my friend? Wonderful, man. Every day is Saturday. I knew that's what you were going to say. I knew it deep. I'm down. a broken record. I knew that's what you were going to say. I mean, just so everyone knows, it doesn't differ in the texts. Hey, no. Saturday. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm good. What's going yeah. on? I was dead serious this morning, Matt, when you said, hey, we've got the three amigos today. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I can't. I shouldn't sleep until 10 before the massage <laughs> at 11 today. Like, it's rough. I know. That is, and then I get the laughing, crying face. So passionate. I appreciate it. So Mike came up with a fantastic topic for us to cover in this particular one. Basically, the conversation is housing recession or worse. So Mike, since you came up with a concept, I want you to talk about it first so we can kind of level set. Yeah. So when, so kind of to jump to the end, I think something worse is coming. But let's now lay the dominoes of why I say that. Fair enough. Uh, First and foremost, uh, housing has something called seasonality. It is amazing that a lot of new content creators don't realize that bigger houses sell in the summer and thus smaller houses, you know, generally speaking, sell in the winter um, because big families like to move in the summer. They don't like to move when their kids are in school, if they can avoid it. So again, yes, folks, there are seasonality. Month on month numbers don't do seasonality justice. Uh, which is interesting to see people talk about. Uh, I now believe, uh, because again, I talked to three uh, agents and brokers who are in the top 1% for the country every week, wow. which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, all of them have told me what happened to their business in June. Again, June is in the summer. Mm-hmm. June is like, it's either May or June are like awesome months, right? And all of them have said my biz- their business was down 40 to 60% in june now why is june interesting well june was the month we had average rates hit six percent for the first time so okay so uh six percent is a psychological number it's uncomfortable you have crazy buyer demand destruction uh you also have for the first time in 40 years supply destruction because the fed broke housing now you know, we roll forward. We're now in September. The good times are over. September is the first month uh, that gets worse and worse. Like October is worse than September. November is worse than October. December is worse uh, than December. And finally, as Brian Lebo will tell you, January is the worst month. Great. Five months of yuck ahead of us. Now we have rates above 6% for the second time. Uh, They actually hit six and a quarter uh, the other day, which is almost cycle peak, which was 6.28. So I, it's, you just look at this, you go, okay, rates are where they were in June. We saw transactions crash, let's just say 40% overnight with higher rates. We now have the Federal Reserve telling us they're going to kick us in the nuts. We're going to get 75 September 21st. We're probably going to get 50. And we're probably going to get a quarter. The Fed funds rate by December 
is going to be, uh, you know, a point and a quarter to a point and a half higher, which probably means that the 30 year rate's not going to be in the sixes. It'll be in the sevens. Yeah. And if the psychological number was six and now we go seven, how much de demand destruction, how much supply destruction were we going to have? So I think something worse is coming. So a housing recession to me is a 25 to 30% collapse in transactions. We are there. Mm -hmm. I think we go 50%. And thankfully, I've been calling this for a while now, uh, sometime early next year. We could be sub 4 million transactions where we did over 7 million just a year ago. It's going to be bad. And now for the folks that always scream at me, Michael, stop talking about housing transactions crashing. We want a price crash. First and foremost, a transaction crash and being the guy that called it is important. It is. A housing transaction crash is important because it's going to pull the economy into a recession. Mm -hmm. I think a, a crash sub 4 million is a depression right? Because you go kind of correction, crash, recession, depression. I think we are headed there just mathematically. If you thought affordability was bad at 6%, you and all three of us have looked at Fresno, we were 31. Fresno's going lower just by taking the rates to seven. Correct. Mike, it's just math. with not even the rates at six. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, you're right. It was like five, five it or was something. five, five. That's so now you're looking at six and a quarter, six and a half. Just based on the math, Fresno gets into the 20s. Yeah, it's going to be bad. It's, and, and if Fresno's bad, I mean, we were looking at other markets that were worse, right? Yeah, so sure. um, transactions are going to fall off a cliff. It's going to be super, it's going to be super slow. 15% of our GDP is housing. Yep. We're going to lose five to 6% of that. So I don't know how GDP doesn't go negative this quarter, if not this quarter, certainly Q4. And housing depression will lead to an economic recession. And, oh, by the way, we will have higher unemployment because the Fed told us. Sure. We already went from 3.5 to 3.7. We are going higher. The question is, do we go to 4.5, 5.5, We're going to have millions of people unemployed. It's going to have the negative wealth effect. So, yeah, I think the housing market is something worse. And then finally, price. I don't see it. I'm calling a flat mark for five years. I, you know, all of you could be mad at me for not calling a, you know, a crash. I just don't see it. It's going to be flat and boring price wise. That doesn't mean we as investors can't find amazing deals. We can. Agreed. It doesn't mean FHA buyers and VA buyers can't do deals. They can. In fact, they have more power than before. Uh, we'll still do three, eight, three, nine, four million transactions. So it's not like housing goes to zero. Um, I just don't see a crash, but there are some very powerful people that are calling for negative three, negative four, negative five, negative uh, six, negative six. Ivy Zellman's negative six. Yeah, I think she's negative four and then negative five, but I could be wrong. I think she's six. Okay. It could be six, but again, it doesn't matter. Nobody who has a background in housing or is an economist is calling for anything double digits. Mark Zandi, chief economist at CoreLogic, I think. Moody's. Moody's, sorry. Moody's Analytics. You yeah. are right. He is saying we could get double digits if there's a nasty recession. Mm -hmm. But that's in bubble markets like Phoenix and Vegas and Boise. Uh, nobody that I know of is calling double digits nationally. In fact, if you blend all the averages together, it's basically zero, which is kind of where I'm at. So 
I'm sorry that you aren't getting your 30% crash that some other channels have been screaming for four years. Sorry. But I think a housing transaction crash is going to be painful. A lot of people will be unemployed uh, because of it. Um, the economy will go into a recession. We will have negative wealth effect. We will have a stock market hit. Um, you know, the prepared, the ones that do the work, we will, I, I'm confident, the three of us, Dion's going to get his one deal. It'll probably be a creative deal. It'll be a great um, deal. Yeah, it'll be a great deal. We're only doing great deals. Sorry. The good left the building. I don't know. I'm macro. I'm very scared for people. Micro. I am. I'm excited. A, de, a de, housing depression is coming. So that's kind of where I'm at. Sorry. Long ramble. Uh, it's all good. This is what we're here for. We're here to share our feelings based on our experiences. So Dion, I know you're a big feeling sharer. <laughs> uh, oh, so many Marine Corps jokes came to mind. <laughs> I don't want to demonetize your channel though. So <laughs> I'm just going to say after the beer, after the camera shut off. <laughs> right. So I, I see the housing recession in, in transactions mm -hmm. causing the recession. Like you said, Mike, there's going to be so many less transactions, which impacts the agents the lenders, the contractors, the title companies, the handyman, like it's just across the board. It's just going. It doesn't really impact the investor. And so many people say, and I see this in a lot of the comments, and it's usually somebody I could tell that that's like watched two of our, our videos. Or, they, or half a video. <laughs> or, or they just see the title. So they jump in and they go, well, here's the Zuber three rules that are actually the three rules. And they're trying yeah, exactly. to kiss you with Thank them. Thank you for those great rules. I like those. Right. <laughs> it was a good summation. But they say, if there's less transactions, that means less buyers. And since there's less buyers, there has to be a price correction. And what they're doing is they're looking at one element of an equation, kind of like saying there has to be a crash because prices are high. Yes. In yeah. 2020, not looking at, well, rates were half what they were in 2018, right? So there, there wasn't the crash coming. Or they're saying unemployment is at 3.7%. And it can go to 10 because in 20, 2009, 2010, it was around 10% when we had this massive crash and 4 million um, foreclosures going on at, at a time, right? One element. If we have 10% unemployment right now across the board, we don't have any adjustable rate mortgages. People have equity. We're not going to see a massive wave of foreclosures. There might be some inventory, but I think people are going to. In Matt's case, with tenants, move in with family, have family move in with mm -hmm. them, take in roommates, mm -hmm. figure, cut it, you know, figure out some way. And there's still there. I run a nonprofit, ran a nonprofit that does job placement assistance. I'm still helping them. There's still two jobs for every applicant out there. So if unemployment doubles, that balances out closer to normal. So while, yes, there's going to be the housing recession, I see interest rates pushing away demand, which is pushing away supply. Supply and demand are un, un, undefeated. And a lot of people are saying, well, if there's less people buying, supply will have to build up. It's not supply that's the impact. It's the supply of people who have to sell. Not just people who list their property, because there are people who would like to sell, but when they don't get the price they want or, or they don't get the $100,000 over the price they listed because they thought that was how it worked, they'll just leave it on the MLS because there's no fee or they'll pull it off and they won't sell. So less transactions with less demand and um, it's just like you. I feel like I have to apologize. I'm sorry. I don't see the prices coming down 20 or 30%. I see them coming down from peak because we have seasonality and wish list pricing from the last two years of prices just going wherever they wanted to with everybody being able to move and work remotely. 
I don't see prices going up much more. So not quite flat. I think they'll continue to go up some. I don't, I, I do see them dipping as the, the winter and that kind of stuff happens. But other than those two markets, mm -hmm. San Francisco and the Bay Area, send us some markets that are lower now than where they were September 2021. Yeah, it's there. There are three markets, according to Zillow, that are negative year on year. San Francisco is first, Sa Santa Clara County, which is the Bay Area, was second, specifically San Jose, and Honolulu came, comes in with number three. So there are three as of right now. Out of yeah. over 300. Oh, out of 562. Yeah, I was going to say 560. Yep. Yeah. So the way that I look at this is much the same. I, I think I'm the one who believes the most in correction. Yeah, of, dude. What the hell? Sorry. Sorry. I, I had to just be different. Like I'm still working. Yeah. We, we got a big uh, bet on it. I'm going to yeah. get you Dion's dollar soon and I'll get your dollar next year. I'm going to have plaques over my shoulders. This is Matt being wrong. And that's Dion being wrong. <laughs> exactly. I really, I, I, I still believe it because I believe that the top end of the, or the, the, the top end of the market and the move up buyer, I think completely disappear. So then I think that it's all the transactions are going to be occur you below. And that's yeah. what I believe is going to pull it down. And, and you are, um, you and I agree on all of that. Right. Where, we, just, where we, we, where we disagree is what happens to that lower end. I think that lower end goes up though. I think yep. that because of all the programs, right? Listen. Yeah. We just got another one this morning. Citigroup. I, I deem them the giveaway administration. I know exactly what I believe in. And so that will continue to shift. I think the problem is, is that that's going to be an absenteeism of everything above the median. I think yeah, almost really all that stuff disappears because uh, Mike, I'm getting so many comments on my channel about guys who are like, yeah, I have a two and a half percent 30 year fix. And I was looking to move up and now I'm looking at five, seven, five and the house really hasn't come down at all. It's still appreciate over what it was last year in that market. So yeah. I think there are going to be markets that lead the Boise's, the Phoenix's. I actually, for six months, I've been saying it's these iBuyer areas. I these iBuyer areas are going to be absolute hotbeds for discounts because it's going to be a massive discount off the top. Uh -huh. But what Brian said on your channel a few days ago was, was absolutely correct. It's a low price now. It's going to be a high price in two months or in a month. And so I'm watching Vegas. I'm watching it fall. I'm watching the prices get adjusted. Now I'm saying that it's still up over last year. I've been saying all year long, we're going to give back a lot of the gains that we had this year. We were up at 16, six. I said, we get into single digits. I think that's still where we finish. Sure. But when we start the year anew on Jan one, it's going to be icky and it's not, and housing is going to be much less sticky. I think it's, yeah, to be I think you have, I think you have very, very solid logic. Um, we'll see. I'm not changing my opinion. It's funny. We see the same tea leaves. We just see the math differently. Yeah. Agreed. I, I see you. I see what you're talking about, right? If you get a disproportionate amount of transactions below 416 or wherever the median is, it has to go lower. I get yes. it. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. And again, you called yeah. what ten percent peak I, to trot? Ten, ten, yeah, yep. So yeah. again, ten, anything ten. anything less than double digits, I win. Anything double digits and above, you win. I do. Correct. Yeah. For before a dollar. 20, before twenty twenty five was the number. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I will have to get your plaque, and I will have to be ready for a while. So. <laughs> the best part is, 
we're we're all gonna spend about a hundred bucks. Yeah, making the black, highlighting the one dollar that we won from each other. Shadow it's box. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Shadow. Shadow box. I mean, mine's back, gonna have, backlit. Mine's gonna, oh yeah, mine's gonna have a remote on it. It's gonna have music that we'll play. And I'll have special music for both of them. All we do is win. Yeah, by, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so I think that I agree with the I agree with the idea. I think that we're gonna be at crash levels on transactions. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I want to go back to the 2025 because again, yeah. this is important, right? Again, the yeah. dominoes could fall a thousand ways. We are our, our your and my crystal ball is broken. Agreed. We're we're just guessing. Agreed. I see 2023 being bad, but I actually see 2024 being not bad. It's probably good. I see that's 20- that's the wrinkle. I see 23 and 20. I see, I see it being bad for like 18, 18 months. Yeah, see, but the, so let me just throw this out. 2024 is a presidential election. So oh, not this, yeah, trust not me. Not this I, midterm I, nonsense. I, that's that, honestly, that is the one thing that if that's I look the fly at in the ointment. My, absolutely. Yeah. If I look at risk of my assessment, it is the fact that they have because, proven they will do the wrong thing for the majority of the population to target a group to get their vote. Yeah. So again, this is what I, this is why 2024, I think is a good year is because sudden, because I think Powell will keep, I don't think Powell cuts next year. I think he pauses, you know, at four and a quarter or something. And then magically January, February, March, he starts whacking rates in 2024, which by the time you get to the summer, we're no longer at four and a quarter fed funds. We're at three. Suddenly rates go from seven and a half to five and a half. And now we've had two years of the housing recession or depression. Got a spring selling season like we haven't seen in two years. And with hey, no, oh, let's but go. With no, but with no real supply. But with no real. But and guess no, what happens to prices? And <laughs> thank you the, very much. On the bottom end, but not on the top, not on the move up buyer. Uh, so I think that's two why years, time, dude, time. Yeah. It's going to be multiple life events. Like in this, yes, for 40 agreed. years, it took agreed. one life event for a move up. Agreed. Agreed. If there's two, like if you get, like if you have your first kid, it's like, cool. You have your second kid. I got to go. And if rates are seven and a half, you're like, no, honey, we're going to have them grow up on the, on the couch. You get rates at five and a quarter. You're like, all right, we'll move. That's see, that's why 2024 is the, you still, you still think that that move up buyer comes back at five and a half when they're at two and a half. I think if we've had two or three years of wage growth, I think we get people conditioned to seven and a half. So five and a half feels cheap. Yep. People are really odd. The oh, reason no. that six feels bad is because we got used to three. Listen, look at the we have three, two year, look, yeah. look at the three dollar and seventy five four dollar gas we have right now, and everyone's like, yeah, it's like yay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't take a human being. The reason economists are just weird people like me is we can see the herd moving before the herd knows it's moving. Yeah, I don't like Mark Sandy at all. He could not have been more wrong or missed the housing recession back in 08. He could not have been more wrong. Like watching him on CNBC yeah, was horrible. I was like, man, you have created enough. And I'm I'm shocked we don't see a lot more of it. And I'm far too lazy to go find it. To yeah. find it and put it all together. But I remember he was like, Oh yeah, I don't I don't everything think, is fine. I, I think it should be okay. And then it was like catastrophe. He's like I don't think it's going very well. Oh, do you, Mark? Wow, it's amazing. And he's still in charge. Dion, any final thoughts on this? I think no matter what happens, what what we're planning on rates and prices, recession, add cash flowing assets to your portfolio. Keep good reserves. Nothing's changed for me. 
it's the same, it's the same problem I have with the last, like you guys have referenced the last two to four years, people saying there's a crash. Here's the reason there's a crash. Here's the reason don't take action right now. If you're hearing recession as the reason to not take action, it's going to cost you. Agreed. Mike, any final thoughts? No, I just, uh, Again, I, in macro, we've talked about micro. I'm ecstatic for what's coming. Uh, I've lived through a couple of cycles uh, and taken advantage when the tide goes out. It's If you're ready, prepared, reserves, cash flow, it's an amazing time, and I look forward to taking advantage of it. Where can everybody find you, Mike? One rental at a time, and the live stream is Saturday morning, 8 a.m. That's true. Dion, my friend? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. And the one thing to realize for the people out there that watch content creators that have huge channels, the revenue is going to go down in a recession. So they're going to get more desperate and more clickbaity and more fear-mongering to get you to watch. Every time somebody makes one of those videos, our competition gets smaller. It's going to be very interesting to watch. As always, I'm the Lumberjack Landlord. Appreciate you guys spending time with us. Hit that subscribe button as well as the like button. And we will back be, be back for you, easy for me to say, mm. in segment number three. Thanks, guys. Ciao.